Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830-KLAA. This is Sergio. I will be your host, my co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the AC Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, world. (laughs) (laughs) And Mia. I know. You believe this? Is here. I thought it was a mirage. So, you know, when, when this happens, I mean, it just, um, I don't know what to do other, other than play his theme song. Oh, yeah. Because it's like a blaze of glory, Ron. Okay, <laughs> that is in here. So without further ado, Mr. Tony Williams, owner, operator, drinker of Bite On Fishing, where your next catch is only. A castaway. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Serge. Good morning, everyone. Great to be in studio. I love that song, man. That's, yeah, that, that's your theme song. That's well, it. you know what? We've got somebody else has a theme song. I know. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So let's, let's, let's just go ahead and bring it up. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, seven feet under the totem pole, <laughs> trying to work his way up the mud into the phone line, Mr. Andrew, the Earthworm Mac of Max Fish Reports. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. You see, you can see your own theme song. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. But you know what? It's not as cool as the next guy. I know. This is a good song. And this is. Oh, I got the wrong. No, oh, got the wrong one. Here we go. I like this one. Ladies and gentlemen, a very dear friend of the show. The fishing encyclopedia, as he's been referred to, from Flat Top. Okay. Without further ado, Mr. Steve Carson, director of the Penn Fishing University. Good morning, Steve. Sergio, yeah, it, it's been a few years since I had a flat top. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. You know, I didn't give Ron his. So no, sh- no, don't do it. Should I? What no, do you think, do Tony? No. Should, should I get hey, Okay, well, I'll just say it now, then you're going to come up short if you do it. Oh, oh you fired okay, the first ahead. shot. There you go. You fired the first Boom. shot. Okay, well, I'll just take a little vote here. <laughs> Theme song, yes or no, Tony? Yes. Yes. Earthworm. Yeah, of course. Steve Carson. I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter. He has a theme song. <laughs> I do. So we've got... Okay, do I two, get to pick it? 
No, I have a song for you. Uh, so yes or no, Ron? No. Okay. Not unless I get to pick it. So in oh, the worst really. scenario, we got two no's, Steve Carson and Ron Hobbs. We got two yeses, Earthworm the and so the Dictator's gonna make the choice. So I have no choice. No fighting. I have no choice. No fighting. Come on, you gotta have some fun. Cause your hips don't lie, Ron. Shakira, Shakira. Uh, anyway, listen, it's all fun and games, and you know what? And that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, what we do is have fun. Why? Because right. fishing is fun, yes, isn't fishing it? Fishing is fun. And 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 one of the things I I, I really enjoy is the fact that. Uh, when we go out to our schools, like we did this week on the Enterprise, you know, or we go out to Fin and Feather, or wherever we go, even when they're, even when the carp are eating arrows, okay, it, it, it's always fun. And the one thing that we want to transmit from Angler Chronicles to everybody who's listening, go out and have some fun. Enjoy the ocean. Enjoy the lakes. Enjoy the water. Just enjoy yourselves. It's a great time to spend with your kids. It's a great time to take somebody else new fishing. I've been lucky where my son fishes and my wife fishes. So take that special somebody out, get them hooked, and it's just a, a wonderful thing. So without further ado, I'm glad we, we almost have a full um, crew. Ben Seacrest can't be here today, but we've got Mia, we've got Ron, we've got the Earthworm, and of course, Mr. Steve Carson. So, um, Earthworm, where are you uh -huh. at? And I saw a huge catch at Santa Ana River Lakes. We'll talk about that as well. But go ahead and start your rounds here, bro. Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to be heading up to Big Bear here soon. Uh, the carp the carp actually uh, texted me last night and said, hey, can you bring your arrows up? So no problem. I'm going to head up there. Yeah, they um, love them. Do you, do you flavor the arrows with bite on? Of course. Oh, I lather it and bite on. It's all shiny and garlicky and those all it. Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> Go see the fish yeah, so a little bit faster. Let's start out. We're going to start out huge with a great start. And the reason why I want to start this out is because there was a monster trout caught yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. 18-pound, 18, 18 0.76 ounces, the largest trout caught from Santa Ana River Lakes this season, was caught yesterday. And guess what it was caught on? Bite on crimson. Crimson. Bite on crimson. Does it again. Was it, do you have uh, clover too or just crimson? Just crimson. Ron, crimson and clover? Yes. Just the crimson. Over and over. over. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Okay, so I saw that. Simply a monster fish. I actually saw the video where they brought it up to the scale. And when he yep. plops it on the table, it just goes plop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because he actually caught a trout before this one, and it was probably eight ounces. So he went from smallest fish to behemoth. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to him for a little bit. Um, you know, he was jigging a, uh, an orange worm, um, just kind of jigging it, bouncing it back and forth, kind of middle, middle water column right there by the boat dock. Uh, got hooked up to it. It was a big old thing because everybody around there gathered around watching him fight this fish. It splashed, and it did one, one or two jumps. Um, and then his neighbor uh, uh, went pretty much in the water uh, up to his knees and reached out and netted this fish. And the whole that whole side of the lake went ecstatic. You know, he walked right up to the to the uh, the area up there to go get a wave, and it was just it was just a behemoth fish. But if people still don't get it, 
you gotta go with bite on. You have to. It, it is it's such a game changer. It is just I don't know I don't know why it it, it these fish love this scent of garlic crimson so much, but they do, and it works. And I mean I can't say it enough. It results keep speaking for itself. Well, you stop there. Let me bring Steve Carson with a question. Steve, what is it about trout and scents? Do you know? Well, I, it's not necessarily that they love a specific scent, although in some cases they do. Clearly they do in this one. But overall, the problem is, Sergio, how do I put this gently in front of everyone? You smell bad. At least to, at least to the trout. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I don't know. Ron can comment on how, how things are going in the studio this morning. I don't really know. <laughs> I but, took a shower. It's my weekly shower. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, there are, certainly are some scents that besides covering up the, the human being, which, you know, and, and also kind of getting off this topic just a little bit, you know how um, uh, women and little kids pretty much always out fish you, especially you, Sergio? Um <laughs> <laughs> That Carson, I realize I'm going to change your theme song. <laughs> that right? was good. It's early. It's early. I'm sorry. I'm a little punchy. Um, you know, you always hear that. You know, wild animals, all wild animals, don't like the scent of human beings. Mm-hmm. And uh, what that is is there's actually a chemical in in human being skin called L-serine, and that's what all wild animals don't like. Whether it be you know a lion or a trout, it doesn't matter. They don't like it. And um, uh, and men have a lot more than women and little kids, quite a bit more. So just the fact that you know that that scent is not on their rig will explain a lot of reasons why they catch so doggone many fish. And then when you add a, a flavor that they like, and that can vary a little bit from water to water, and you know, and from uh, bat- different batches of fish have different flavor uh, preferences, but definitely use something. It makes a big difference. All right. Yeah. And and wh- how did you design these uh, these flavors? Well, originally this is, you know, we've been fishing since, you know, we were kids with my grandfather and it was originally, you know, a combination of the uh, his his recipe and you know, we took we took to market and over the over time and over years of just trying the things that have worked, you know, that's part of trout fishing is trying a bunch of different things that work in combination with the right line, with the right hook. You've got the right bait. You're all set up on your on your drag and your rod and reel. You know everything is kind of perfect for that fish of a lifetime. Big shout out to Joseph Rivera for that monster uh, trout. Would you say Andrew is the biggest one in California? No, no, no. So it's the biggest one so far. So far at, at San trout, Anna se- at trout season. Yeah. And you know what? It, it, I would just say so far because Craig makes it a point to bring right. those big fish year after year after Every year. Every year. In fact, you're going there tomorrow, aren't you? I am. I'm going tomorrow. Yeah, because yeah. I brought him his rods. I should have. I should have just <laughs> I kept saw them. those. You know, I should have brought him the rods and just kept the reels. That'd be. That's okay. I got extra. Okay, good. Then I'll just take them off now, and hey, no problem. <laughs> so uh, he's got yep. his brand new uh, um, earthworm. You know, remember when we went to Finn and Feather to uh, to do the episode? Um, I fishing got COVID. syndicate. Yeah, fishing syndicate mm-hmm. made those eight foot eight footers, and uh, Tony, me, and you got them, but. Ron couldn't make the trip. I mean, talk about getting sick at the wrong time. And uh, so he finally got it today, and I guess you're going to put it to work tomorrow at Santa Ana River Lake. So that, that, that's, that's excellent. So we'll see. Maybe you can get an 18, 18 uh, 
18 ounces. That'd be, that'd be 18, 18, 18 pounds some, more than I've caught this year. Yeah. There's some big fish in there. All right. It, so the Santa Ana River Lakes, it's in full bore. Please use the sense if you want to get bit better. Um, it, it's really worth it. All right, Earthworm, you may continue. Oh. Yeah, uh, you know what? I'm going to interrupt you, Earthworm. Nip, 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 nip. <laughs> Let me just tease you this before we go to break here, folks. The Fishing Festival is going on today in Brea. Okay, it's a big, huge fundraiser that we do for buying shoes for these capes. If you can come down, we'll give the, um, the, the address here soon. All right, so anyway, this is Angels Radio, AM830, KLA, Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back. Chemical plants to put bread on the table of the working man Where the working man does his best to provide safety and shelter for kids and a wife Angels Radio, AM 830. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. Angels Radio. AM 830. It's been a hard day's night, and I've been working like a dog. It's been a hard day's night, I should be sleeping like a log. But when I get home to you, I find the things that you do will make me feel all right. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA, and this is Angel Chronicles, and you know, during the break, Steve Carson and Earthworm, I know you're not in, and Ron's feeling all, because I, you know, he goes, I want to pick my own um, theme song, and I said, okay, well, you can't, and so I'm going to oblige to him, and I will, I'll put, this one's for me, so that makes you feel no, better. No, 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 I'm going to pick yours, <laughs> There you go. <laughs> That's not what I'd pick for you. <laughs> See, you know, I, 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 I can hang. I can hang. I, I, I can deal with it. Yeah, but, is that the Eagles? That's the Eagles, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay, fishing. All right, fishing. Let's get back to that. Uh, earthworm. Uh, so we got we covered right. Santa Ana River Lakes, and I'm sure we'll have another really good report from Ron next week uh, when he goes tomorrow. So that'll be good. So what else is going on? 
so yeah, so there is actually a, a lot of parks and lakes stocked by the uh, by the state. Um, I believe this will be the last uh, state stock for trout. Uh, then they're going to switch to catfish as well. Uh, but for for Los Angeles, I'll just go through them real quick. Los Angeles, you got Ohio, Doritos, Downey, Hanson Dam, Kenneton, La Mirada, Lake Lakes, MacArthur Park, Puddingstone, Reseda, and Santa Fe. Uh, those are the Los Angeles lakes. Orange County, you got Car Park, Centennial, Eisenhower, Gear Park, Sulphur, Tri City, and Yerba Linda. Now we got through the state stocks. Today is Derby Day. Why do I say that? Because Two lakes are having trout derbies today. Lake Cuyamaca down there in San Diego. They have the Western Outdoor News uh, Trout Fest starting today. Uh, they stocked heavy uh, the other day. They didn't let anyone fish it. Um, so now, I mean, today it's it's on. Uh, there's a lot of lot of prizes, a lot of cash, all that good stuff. Um, and I believe they're giving away a boat. Um, they usually do every year uh, for you know a raffle. So that one be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys want to go just a little bit? Kachuma Lake up there in uh, what is that? Uh, Santa Barbara County. Uh, they had a stock on, I believe it was Wednesday or Thursday, uh, well, somewhere around forty-five, four thousand, forty-five hundred pounds. Um, they also have a derby today uh, for trout. You know, it's based on biggest fish. Of course, they have raffles and all the other stuff. So, if you guys are trying to get into a trout derby today, head to one of these lakes and go for it. Now, from there, we're going to come back down here. Um, there's no derby today up here, but they just had another stocking early morning around 2 o'clock in the morning with another 5,000 pounds of fish. And we know this lake because we filmed at this lake, the Palmdale Fin and Feather. They continue to stock. The rest of the month, they have two more stocks left of 5,000 pounds each. And these fish are biting. They're biting on trollers. They're biting on bait. They're biting jigs. What, pretty much whatever you're throwing, they're biting. I know uh, two weeks ago, Mike actually won the derby. Mike Orb won the derby there. Uh, he was trolling like a 1970s gold spinning type lure. I'm not sure. He probably dug it around in his old box. And he caught a six and a half pounder, which won the derby, you know, from the boat. But... It's not only trout time at Fin and Feather. What they're seeing now is a lot of the bass. They're chasing trout as, hey, hey. oh, oh, sorry, mid-lake, mid-lake. mid-lake. They're mid-lake. biting mid-lake. Mid-lake, yeah. <laughs> yes. But they are chasing the trout when you're bringing it in. So wow. the bass guys are now working the shoreline, throwing big swim baits. Uh, some are throwing spinner baits. They're kind of like in that pre-spawn mode. They don't see them so much sitting on beds, but they're moving up to the shallows. So it's almost that time that, you know, that they're going to be sitting on the beds and they're going to get very aggressive. Um, not only that, now they're starting to see catfish in the stringers. Mm. Now, we haven't stocked catfish in last year, but these catfish are biting on night crawlers. Some anglers are soaking bait for them already, cut mackerel to bite on mac, mac bites, uh, soaking them in the Cajun, um, any kind of blood baits. I mean, they're, so they're also getting catfish action. Now, on top of all that, the crappie are biting. Anglers on boats are, are marking crappie. They have good electronics. They're marking big schools of crappie out there. You can't keep them. So if you do happen to catch a crappie, take a nice picture, quick release, throw them back in the water. They're big. They're all over like two, two and a half pounds. I mean, these are slab-sized crappie. Mm-hmm. So Finn and Feather, I mean, they have so many Let me, let me ask right you a now. question. Why can't you keep crappie at Finn and Feather? Because there they have they have uh, set rules where they only let you keep 
two crappie a day in July for only two weeks only. They Their thinking is, we have catch and release crappie, we're going to have great crappie fishing all year, big crappie, but we don't want to kill and take them out, you know, like some lakes have twenty a limit of 25. Like, look at Bella. You can catch 25 crappie a day. Mm-hmm. Fin and feather, they want their crappie to stay in. They encourage people, you know, to handle them very carefully. If you catch one, throw them back in. And and the results are huge fish. Well, hold on a second. second. But so, so, so here comes a question for Steve Carson. Steve Carson, yeah. the uh, crappie, what does it do to the fishery or, or as a lake at whole if they want to keep them? Is, is there any benefit to having those crappie in the lake? Well, I, I don't really know that much about the biology of that lake. Some mm-hmm. lakes are just not very productive for crappie, and and they may already have done some sort of a study to uh, to know that they don't have that many. Other lakes, um, uh, crappie are pretty prolific. There's a lot of them. They just, a lot of the year, they're eating microscopic food. They're just straining, uh, you know, basically plankton out of the water, and you can't, and that's, you think they're not biting, they're just not eating what you're using. Mm. Uh, you know, different times of the year, they, they, they switch to bigger food, then you start to catch them. Um, also, in California state waters, remember this, they are non-native species. And uh, Sergio's wonderful government of the state of California <laughs> does not want any non-native species in their waters. They would rather you catch them all. No. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. Well, but that was a downer. I didn't mean to put such a downer <laughs> on that conversation. But I don't know too much about the biology of that lake, and they mm-hmm. may have done a study and know that 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 their their crappie uh, yeah, I, 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 is not that productive. I figured it might be uh, for some reason. But you know what? It's great. And if they want to protect that fishery, I mean, here's here's the point, folks. Um, you don't have to eat everything you catch. Okay, the the whole point is we started the show. Fishing is fun. the The tug is the drug, as they said. Um, I, I think that every I think that every fish should have limits. Period, and I and that will preserve it for the rest of us, or the, our kids, or anybody else that's out there. Um, Except sand depths, <laughs> right? <laughs> but but um, I, I just because you see so many people just leave their fish or give it away or, or that you know. But I, I will say this: I say I think over the years, Ron, you know, and, and Steve and Ron were the older ones. Um, I remember back in the 70s, not so much, but the 80s and 90s, uh, going out and uh, on party boats and then getting off the party boat. And I was always, you know, I stuck around, helped clean the boat and stuff like that. And you'd see bags and bags full of bass. And people just caught, caught their limit of 10 and then just got off the boat, didn't want to have them uh, filleted. And just, they, they went to waste. You know, well, we, we would go ahead and... You know, this is something we did. I would take all the fish, put them in a big, huge cooler, and then I'd drive to, you know, some areas there that are tough and just drop off. There was always uh, workers that were going to work around 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. I'd pull up with the uh, cooler, and they would be happy, and they would eat the fish. But what a waste. Now, that's not happening anymore. Right. So I think that there's been a great change in the mindset Okay, and and the whole point is this: it's not preservations, but it is conservation, and we we believe in it. I love the fact that they up the limit on um, the bass to 14 inches versus 12. I think it's really funny, Steve, and, and curious. Back in the day when it was 12 inches, we'd catch a lot of 11 and a half. Now you catch a lot of 13. 13- <laughs> 
playoffs, okay, where they just don't get to that 14. But you know what? It's okay. And if you catch a big one, release it. Um, back, I remember the study, Steve, and correct me if I'm wrong, a calico bass, it would take it seven years to get 12 inches, right? Uh, yeah, that's about that's about correct. And the the uh, um, sort of the theory was is that allowed them to spawn one time mm-hmm. uh, prior to you know being caught and being taken out. Right. So now, I, and, and I and and full disclosure, Sergio, more than ten years ago now, probably fifteen years ago, it's hard to hard to remember. Um, I went to one of the Fish and Game Commission meetings. And back then, I, I, you know, I was part of a uh, apparently not effective movement to uh, to get the the size limit raised at the time to 13 inches. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, w- I was a little bit bummed because at that time, uh, the Fishing Game Commission sort of poo-pooed the whole thing uh, regarding the bass population didn't need to be adjusted. There's plenty of bass, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and. Yet, if they had done that at that time, there would have been no reason to end up raising it when there was a little bit more concern about the population to end up raising it to 14 inches. So, yeah, well, I happened they- to be at a meeting. Um, it was in Long Beach, and I remember all the boat captains, everybody came out because that's when they were trying to actually close sand bass and calico bass and, and spotted bay bass, close it down between June and August, I think it was. And we're going, that's the spawning. That, that, that's when we went. We would go out and catch the bass, right? That's when you'd catch them in Huntington Flats right. and the whole bit. And they wanted to stop that and uh, completely. And the Department of Fish and Wildlife, I remember, it was a, a lady, came up and, and she said, no, we don't need that. But we do recommend a five-fish limit, 14 inches. And we all said, Whew, because I'll tell you what, if you took away the sand bass, um, at least during that time, twilight would not exist, okay? Because twilight lived off the bass and some of the barracuda, okay? So um, that was that was uh, a thing. But that, you know, I'll give the Department of Fish and Wildlife some kudos for coming to the rescue on that one. And at least we got to keep the bass population going. All right, listen, we're going to take a short break. Earth, when we come back... We'll uh, we'll keep talking some... We're mixing it up, salt and fresh. I love it. Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. And folks, fishing festival going on today in Brea. Tony, when we come back, I want you to give the address. It's at uh, McCulloch's White Shoes. If you put it in, you'll, you'll, you'll be there. Okay? Everybody will be there. Make sure you're there. We'll be there right after the show. Folks, this is Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Just a drop of water in an endless sea All we do Crumbles to the ground though we refuse to see Dust in the wind Angels Radio AMA 30 Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. 
machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The Burn Style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the Fuel Style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. And let me go straight to the earthworm. Who was that earthworm? That was the B-52s. The B-52s, absolutely perfect. right. Right, Ron? That's perfect. Absolutely, okay. Just a little bit of electricity going on there. It's ACDC, bro. But it's all good. It's all good. Okay, little electricity. Okay, so um, let, let's go back. Um, I'm loving this conversation because it's both freshwater and saltwater. Well, Wet you water. know, the perfect example is the tuna, you know, the bluefin. You get two. But you catch a 100-pounder and an 80-pounder. How much meat do you need? I mean, and I, I, that's what I agree. I agree with the limits. Um, um, they should be on all fish. Okay, well, you know that, that you may be you may be right. I'm I'm not a marine biologist by any means, and I'm the wrong person because I don't really. That, that, Sergio, there also is a blanket regulation on any and all species of fish, and for that matter, game game animals, game birds, etc. Also, uh, a specific regulation against wanton waste. Right. So if you catch a legal limit, exactly what you described, a legal limit of bass, and you got them in your bag, and you just walk away, leave them lying there, that's wanton waste. Even though your your limit is legal, wasting them like that is not. Well, well Steve, what is your what is your thought on it? On on well, just about everything does have a limit. There's a few right. species that don't, but not many. Um, and they're usually Barb. more uh, you know along the the bait fish. Uh, um, Theme, uh, but since you mentioned bluefin tuna, there was a time, uh, it, well, 
the distant past is a relative <laughs> a, a, a relative uh, uh, number for people like you and me. But um, bluefin tuna used to have no limit in California uh, because the thought was that no matter how many we caught, um, we we could never affect the worldwide population, and that that is actually true. It's more of a symbolic thing. Then it was ten. Uh, for a long time, the limit on bluefin was 10, and then when bluefin became a species of concern sort of in th- across the entire Pacific fishery, uh, California was uh, uh, lowered the limit to 5, uh, so in other words, they cut the limit by 50%, but it was determined based on average catch catches, etc., that not enough people caught 5 bluefin, that if they wanted to really affect how many bluefin we caught... Uh, they would cut the limit down to two. And uh, there was also an option of letting us have three bluefin in California, but with a quota. So if we had a really good year on bluefin tuna and we hit the quota on, let's just say, October 1st, we were done for the rest of the year. No more bluefin tuna at all. So uh, the, the option for two bluefin tuna per day and then just an open season all year was the one that, that passed. And, I, and, and, and I'm happy for that because, uh, you know, ha- getting to keep three and then being cut off at some point uh, while the fish were still biting the, did not sound like a good idea to me. Yeah, and, and, and people with short memories, and, you know, what we've had the last 10 years is a little bit different than what we had prior to that. See, back in the day, we used to fish for albacore. Okay, so Let's say that word, Sergio. Yeah, I know, I know, it's the A word. word. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, here's the deal: we used to fish uh, for the albacore, and um, we didn't fish for anything else. Okay, and so bluefin were like on the in the way. Okay, we didn't think much of bluefin. Okay, but then look at the size of bluefin versus. I mean, what's a big albacore? Seventy pounds. That's a giant albacore. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a giant. I mean, most of the albacore were 15 to 25, maybe 30. I saw a 50-plus pounder caught by our dear friend Alan, I mean, Alex, Captain Alex Lammy. Remember that, uh, Ron? We were on the uh, Ocean Odyssey. That was the last uh, albacore I saw. Yeah, and on a spinning outfit. Oh, my gosh, we, we, we worked it together, and it was just so much fun to catch. Um, but that was a big one. Uh, but see, we were looking for the albacore, and I remember the bluefin were just like, meh, you know, well, I caught a bluefin. Nobody thought much of it, and look where we are today. Okay, so, um, and, I, and you could have. I remember those were the days where you could have ten of them, like 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 um, like you were saying. There was like you know, Al- yeah. albacore also used to have no limit. Uh, I thought it was twenty five. Well, no, that, that's actually the current limit right. uh, when you get uh, north of Point Conception. Ah, okay. Okay. But anyway, but, so uh, that... But there, was, there was no limit in, in, in any of the California fisheries. <coughs> again, that's, it's been a few years since that's been effective. But, uh, again, the thought was you got a, a, a species that migrates worldwide. Uh, how can, you know, a few sport fishing uh, anglers in California affect the population and the truth is, they can't. Right. All right, but let me let me let me go ahead and and, and bring it back around, okay? And uh, uh, earthworm, I know you are, are you on your way to Big Bear, or, or what are you doing? Yeah, heading heading up there. What was that? Yeah, I'm, I'm heading up the heading up the mountain. Are you driving though? Yeah. Wow. No, he's walking. 
<laughs> oh my god! But I'm bumped. Steve is in rare form. Steve, I'm going to change your. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I may have to change. I mean, I gave you a really, really cool song. I can't believe that. Anyway, uh, okay, so let's uh, let's get back on that. Um, so give me some uh, some more love there, uh, Earthworm. Yeah, so definitely. I mean, the most part, there there is lake starting to stock catfish now. Um, you know, trout is not the only thing stocked. Uh, Hesperia Lake had their first catfish stock uh, with a thousand pounds of fish. Um, these are better fish. I mean, they're they're looking around three to five pounds or so. Uh, but the, you know, they do put a two pound average in there. And then the same thing with uh, Fisherman's Retreat. Uh, they're also switching over to catfish. Um, so there's many options uh, right now in 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 SoCal. Um, you know, for fish. And then, of course, you know, in two weeks, April 29th is when the uh, fish mish uh, starts up there in the Sierras. But the problem right now is that if people seeing is there's still so much snow that a lot, even though these places are designated going to be open, you can't get to them because there's the snowpack and everything else. So definitely do your research first. You know, make some phone calls. Make sure these place, places that you're planning on going have, have access up there. Um, I know that they just opened the 395 uh, two about two and a half weeks ago right. uh, because they had a wash out there uh, right there by Lee Vining area. Yep. Um, but from what I've heard is now you can drive the whole thing. Uh, Mammoth is open, but I'm not sure about all the lake access, though. Um, you know, like Virginia Lake, that road is probably still full of snow and everything like that. Uh, Crawley Lake, I just saw a picture of the other day. I mean, there's so much snow there, it, it's crazy. And then I've also heard that they are letting a lot of water out uh, from Crawley, uh, you know, uh, and Pleasant Valley, going into the Owens. So a lot of the Owens is, is very hard to fish right yeah. now because of all the water coming out. And, you know, I want to make sure everybody gets a big heads up with that. When they do that, remember, if and, and I'm one of those people that I love fishing the banks on the lower Owens and stuff like that, but, man... Uh, that river hasn't been flowing like this for a while and be very very careful because those banks do erode and give way and it happened yeah. to me i just got lucky that i was in a curved part and just uh, yeah not only is it cold but it's moving pretty quick so make sure guys that you're fully aware of what you're doing in your surroundings yeah, it might, it might feel kind of weird to put a life jacket on, but definitely yeah. if you're going to fish at the Owens, I, I, you've got, yeah. you've got uh, you know, four or five feet of, of water that's undercurrent that you can't see, and that's going to be this year's big big note. Is so basically you said three to five feet, so I'll probably drown. Oh. I can't touch the bottom. Man, see, he's good. see hey, that, that's uh, self-inflicted wound. He's just, okay. afraid of, he's just afraid of what I'm going to say. That's no, good. no, no, hey, no, 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 no. You know, you know I, I can uh, take it. I can is, take this it. This is the great part of our show that I really like. You know, that, that, when we beat up on each other. <laughs> yeah, we beat up on each other. Um, you know, guys, um, no matter what we do, gosh, just be smart. You know, you know what I'm loving about the show? Ron's talking today. I love that, Ron. Uh, that, that's that's you know, good. You I, actually I, have something to this say. This is a part, uh, you know. I, I, you woke up on the right side of the first. First of all, I love you know pelagics and stuff like that, and I. Uh, but there's nothing better than trout fishing. I'm sorry, especially well. up in Mammoth. I was talking with John Yurdy with the Visitors Bureau up in Mammoth at the uh, Bart Hall show. Yeah, and uh, like you said, you know, there's going to be some lakes that are open. Okay, well, let me see. I, I think I know what the Earthworm would say. The question, and I, I think Tony, you you as well. But let's, uh, let's take a look at the census here, and and you can't pick both. Why you can not? Only pick one because I love them both equally. Freshwater or saltwater? Okay. Freshwater. Okay. Okay, Tony. 
Freshwater in the mountains. Okay. A uh, earthworm? Carp. <laughs> earthworm. Okay. Uh, Ron, one or the other? I can't. Okay, can't. He's confused. Well, which which hip are you favoring today? Hey, that's a good idea. Yeah. Oh. Left left hip is for uh, trout. Right hip is for. Yeah, no. But if you if you could have a really good trout bite or a really good say yellowtail dorado tuna bite, which one it all you depends think? on where I am for the trout. I mean, okay. uh, we were just talking about lower Owens. Mm-hmm. I absolutely okay, love we'll, we'll doing pick that. one. I can't. Just for okay. today. So he's, he's, he, if we were that, going to the open, the old Alzheimer's kicking in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, you have a big birthday coming up in July, bro. I know. I'm gonna, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna milk it. You, well, you, I'm trying to let everybody out there. I am going to put the band together. That's what we're working on right now. So you're putting uh, the band together. Steve, is it, yeah, wasn't that a thing? Is that a rubber band? Uh, hey, put Steve, I'm in. giving you fair warning. Put the band back What's together. The name of the band? Warning, September. I mean, May third. Okay. Well, let me ask Steve Carson this question. So, Carson, what would you pick, freshwater or saltwater? Is that even a question? I know, but all I have... You gotta, all you got to do is look at uh, <laughs> one of the photos that I posted on Friends of Angler Chronicles this morning um, of Redondo Basin Number no. 3, circa mm-hmm. 1965, yep. and that looks like the most godforsaken, you know, uh, you'll, you'll pardon the expression, junk hole. I could say something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remembered as like the most amazing, awesome fishing spot yeah. in the history of the world. That is what made me into an angler today. And it's just like it's just a dock in a little, you know, alcove in Redondo Harbor. And I was just absolutely enthralled and in love with it. Got chased by the police multiple times. They only caught me once. Uh, <laughs> My mom had to come bail me out. That was very embarrassing. Oh, no. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I mean, definitely salt water. And, and, you know, freshwater fishing is cool. It's it's a lot of fun. You know, I enjoy it, too. And you know what? There's nothing like, I mean, I mean I, I've caught, I've, I've been with you guys trout fishing. Okay, and it's it's well, you've it's never okay. been a mammoth with us yet. And yeah. This year, I'd like to change that. It's sir. just two different yeah, styles. Ron, let's yeah. get him out there this year. Uh, you know, we can do a trip. Well, right now we got to wait until the snow so, levels so, three so, feet. Definitely. Okay, so so let me let me so. let me just put you with like this. <laughs> I can get on a nice thirty-eight footer in the East Cape, where it's nice and warm. I'm in my shorts, in the East Cape. Okay. and I can catch marlin, dorado, wahoo, tuna. Uh, then come in shore and catch my favorite, which is rooster fish. Uh-huh. Or I could go to the Sierras with you guys in sub-zero weather <laughs> with my nose freezing, my everything well, falling off because it's that cold. In the most amazing uh, setting and place you've ever been. For, for a six-inch Come back fish. home to eat one and of them is a enjoy relaxing, the jacuzzi. What? One of them is relaxing, and one of them is... Yeah, when you're on a pelagic or something like that, it's totally well, different. The, the, the pelagics are relaxing. You, you see me kick back in the boat when we're trolling <laughs> yeah. and whatever. So, you know, I just like the adrenaline. But you know what? Here, here's what the beauty about fishing. It's all-inclusive. Everybody can do whatever they want. Okay? And we I have sleep a, so good on the boat. And we're lucky in California for the moment, anyway, because we have a lot of pay lakes. We, we have a lot of lakes. We have yeah. the ocean surrounding us. We had an unbelievable trip on the Enterprise this week. Um, so... Things are good, okay? Things are really good. Hey, you know, one of the things I promised about today, we have the fishing festival going on in Brea. Tony, why don't you give me the um, the address to that? 
So the address to McCulloch's White Shoes, it's on the corner at 685-685 South Brea Boulevard in Brea. Mm-hmm. So you can look up Google under McCulloch's White Shoes. I'll I think it's still it there. I know the business is closed, but I think it's still on there. Yeah. Right? When uh-huh. you look up Google, Tony's picture's there, so you'll know you're in the right spot. Mr. Google. <laughs> yeah, I'll put so, that on the Yeah, so we have a lot of, lot of vendors are going to be there. Um, it's got a swap meet feel to it, but you've got uh, industry leaders. I mean, Fishing Syndicate will be there. We're going to be there. You're going to put the easy up, up right, uh, Ron? a lot of used fishing tackle, right? A lot of, yeah, a lot of used ones. There's some new stuff, okay? And the key here is this. The money is raised to buy shoes to what we can supply Baja, California, in addition to a lot of cities that we do here locally. Now we're doing Anaheim, Moreno Valley, um, Compton. So, And that's for all the kids. And, and, and we love putting shoes on, on kids' feet. So, so if you can make it, please do so. It's going to be really, really, really good. Okay, it starts, I believe, at what eight o'clock in the morning? No, nine. What was the time there, Tony? Give me, give me some times here. Nine Nine o'clock. Nine to two. There will be food. I want to thank um, our sponsor, Carne de Teresa, for providing the chicken and the bratwurst. So there'll be some some food to eat and some drinks. Come, it's just a, a place to come hang. A lot of the clubs will be there. I know Paul will be representing Hyen Harbor Rod and Reel Club. I know Team Fifty Seven will be there. I know that um, SoCal Anglers, Casey Anglers, everybody's going to be out there. So come out and join and uh, have a good time. All right, folks, we're going to take a short break here. This is Angels Radio AM eight thirty K L A A Angler Chronicles. Ron. These eyes, they're crying to fish. Ah, we'll be right back. Hi everybody, this is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio, AM 30. 
Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. And I want to see everybody at the fishing festival in Brea. Tony, one more time. What is the address? 685 South Brea. Very good. Very, very good. And it's uh, if you want, if you're trying to map quest it, I just put McCulloch's Wide Shoes. Again, it's a festival, Fishers of Men, West Coast Festival, benefiting the Casting for Souls events, which uh, we love. And it's just, just an amazing, amazing event. All right. So, Earthworm, let me get back to you because we're like all over the place. Um, wrap up the uh, freshwater scene. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, that pretty much uh, wraps up that, but we do need to take a stop at our favorite lake. Amen, favorite brother. Lake, of course. The beautiful lake of Lake Elsinore. Um, right now, they still are biting. You cannot, there's no swimming in the lake right now, no jet skis, nothing like that, but you are allowed to boat and you are allowed to fish. The well, fish, uh, just, the bite's phenomenal. Like, I, I don't know how to keep telling people, like, you got to get out there. I mean, the wiper action, pretty much wide open. Mm-hmm. I mean, the bass, they're biting mid-lake. The carp, they're eating arrows. You know, catfish. I mean, even Jonathan was out there. And he well, not them, only so Jonathan. You know, Jonathan came out with us on the Enterprise on Thursday and uh, to celebrate his birthday. We'll say happy birthday to happy Jonathan. Happy birthday. And I'm told we're talking about Jonathan Oliver Skinner, the director of community services at Lake Elsinore. And he was mentioning, he goes, because I said, how's the fish? And he goes, Serge, Bob McGee, okay, he's a councilman. He's been a mayor many times. He goes, he goes out every Saturday. And he catches some. He catches plenty of catfish. Um, goes out with his dogs and the whole bit. And you know what? The, the bite is good, which means... The Dream Extreme Fishing Derby will be something, I think it's going to be the best one ever, okay, simply because of the wiper action, you know, and these fish got to be over 18 inches. Steve, you always say they grow about an inch uh, a month, right? Yeah, and um, they uh, also, besides the fish that are that are going to be pretty much legal size now that, have, that were planted a little while ago, they planted another batch uh, that were actually larger. So they, they were, uh, the, the most recent batch of uh, wipers that they planted were, and uh, I'm, I'm going off a of memory here, I think they were in the seven to nine inch size rather than the little four and five right. inches that they usually plant. And number one, the survival rate on those is like five times what the little ones are. And obviously they've got a head start towards, uh, towards getting to legal size. So uh, that's going to be some pretty exciting fishing when both of those batches of fish are not only legal, I mean, leave them alone when they're just legal because, uh, I, you know, I think it still remains to be seen just how big they'll get in the lake. Theoretically, the species can get well over 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, the closest analogy I have is Irvine Lake when they used to stock them. And they used to occasionally get them in the 15 to 18 pound range uh, when they were mature. So, and, and of course, Wipers have that most, uh, uh, besides being good to eat, they have that most appealing feature of a game fish to an angler. And you know what that is, Sergio? What's that? They're dumb as a rock. No. (laughs) (laughs) I almost said no. no, Yeah, you're absolutely right. They're dumb as a rock. In fact, you know what? Here's a point of reference. Everybody, right now, everybody knows I like to put my thumb up. Look at the nail on your thumb. You see the nail? That is the, the, the size of a brain of a 40-pound white sea bass. And I always say, you think you can outsmart them? 
usually most anglers can't. But yeah, yeah, they're dumb as a rock. They, they really are. <laughs> well, this year I think they're going to be. The size limit's going to be huge. I think the Dream Extreme tenth year is going to be phenomenal. We're going to see some big fish at the I, way I station. I think what's run. happening is all the all the stocking that they've done year after year. I think is going to finally. It's well, it's not finally. I mean, last finally year breaking. they bit. Yeah, they I mean, bit. But think about Ronda. Ronda be legal never size. fished that that lake. Came up as the first catfish of the season uh, of the season of the uh, event. Uh, she caught lots of wipers. In fact, she kept saying, I can't get these wipers off my hook, but they weren't quite legal yet. Right. Now, my understanding is they're no longer a size limit for the lake. So please, 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 please release them. Uh, Ron, are we going to institute an 18-inch? I am, yeah. Okay, well, we haven't gotten the rules yet from uh, right. William, but I think you should push for, <laughs> you don't bring a wiper under 18 inches. Okay? Right, and not only that, the bass have to be alive when you bring them up. Correct. And um, then we'll have the penalty. Yeah, I mean, carp, not a problem, and uh, the bass you have to be alive. Crappie, not a problem. And, um, yeah, catfish, you can also bring and keep. So. And just remember, guys, it's a derby. Yeah. Have fun. Right. So let's, let's give the dates here. Uh, Tony, on the 19th, we're going to be at the Lake, Lake Elsinore Casino. Casino. Right. And, and what gonna, happens Friday night? And Friday night's actually really cool. <laughs> it's a great night. The captain's meeting. We get all the rules, but we get to have a little R&R and uh, talk about some okay, of the fishing so this from is the past. Funny. Ron, it's a captain's meeting, but... Everybody's there. Yeah. There's a lot of I'm there liquid. by 6 a.m. That's all I know. Uh, there's a lot of liquid being uh, <laughs> consumed. drank, consumed, yeah. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Everybody hangs out around the pool. It is fun. It's, okay, it's, and uh, it's an open bar. Come have fun. We get the rules from uh, William Johnson. He's going to be the director once again this year for, for the Derby. And I'll uh, give you all the rules. That's Friday night. Then Saturday morning, er, nice and early, 6 a.m. I think is the uh, the launch. Okay, right? They they go in waves. Uh, six, six, yeah, they go in waves as we're live. Okay, and you'll be assigned a um, which wave you're in uh, on Friday night, and then you go out Saturday. You come back in Saturday. You're gonna weigh in. Ron, Tony, and uh, and the Earthworm will be um, hosting the 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 our tent or booth, which is gonna be where the weigh station is. You get a wait, and then we head back to the casino where all the information is tallied up for that particular day. And awards and money is handed out the first day. Okay, then the second day you go do it again. And you win money for that day. And then there's an overall winner with a beautiful, beautiful trophy. What are you going to say, Ron? What happens Saturday? Well, Saturday night, what happens? No, it, no, no. What are oh, we well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course, if you. Uh, we, well, yeah, okay. So, Saturday morning, we will be broadcasting live go. from uh, the bobber right there in the entrance. So, we, we always get a lot of horns uh, when the boats are going in because we're, we're going live 5 to 7 a.m. from the bobber. If you want to come out and hang out while we do that, you're more than welcome to. Tony's going to sign autographs. So Tony's going to sign autographs. Uh, the earthworm <laughs> is still kind of early. He'll still probably be underground, but maybe he'll come up for... He'll leave a little dirt mark across the paper for you. Yeah, it's lime. It's, it's yeah, a, sli that's what a it slimy lime. thing. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, come out and hang out with us. We, we'd love to see you and um, we'll be covering the lake live there. And then um, Sunday evening, uh, we go ahead and 
um, you know, as we close it down, we total usually about $15,000 worth of cash and prizes. And here's the key. This is not like a tournament, okay? Uh, we call it a derby for a reason. This is a friendly match, okay? So you get, you know, like Rhonda's going to go fish it, all right? And there's a lot of ladies tournaments. There's a lot of kids out there. Uh, fathers and sons, fathers and daughters, couples. And, and the idea, go have a good time. Catch a couple of fish. See how you rank. Some people take it very seriously. Some people don't. It's all about the gathering. It's all about the fishing. It's all about the family. And we, we love Lake Elsinore because it, it provides us that. We love the Lake Elsinore Hotel and Casino because they give us the entire pool area. Oh, and by the way, there's dinner provided on Saturday and Sunday night. So as we give out the awards, um, there'll be dinner given out. And all of this, okay, to sign up is really inexpensive. Okay, uh, I believe the Lake Elsinore Hotel and Casino has a package that includes room for two nights for two people plus the entry to the uh, tournament for the team, the team of two. So um, really good. It's lercasino.com, lercasino.com. Go there, you'll see it, and... Um, just go to the events page and you yeah, can I sign think, right I up. I want to say it's just a little bit over $300 for... Think about this. It's two nights lodging. Right. It's the entry for both days into the Derby for two people. And, you know, think of the dinners, okay? I believe also that a lunch is provided to you every morning, okay, to get take on the boat with you. They have a packed lunch. They prepare, so... And a shot at $15,000 worth of cash and prizes. So, you yep. know, we always say with Ron, you know, we had a crappie the size of your palm. Uh, take 1500 bucks. That's huge. Uh, we had a bass one time. They, uh, take another seventeen dollars or $1,800, and it was a just barely legal bass. Okay, so, uh, folks, it's a lot of fun. You never know. There's five species. What are they, uh, Tony? Well, the five species we're going to be uh, fishing for are carp, catfish, crappie, bass, and wiper. All right. And, and what's, the forget, level, what's the level of the lake? 1244. That's 1244 over, you know, basically the sea 1240 level. 1240 is optimum. Think yeah. about 1244. they got a lot, lot of, water. of water, okay, yeah. which is good, okay? All right, folks, hang on tight. We're going to take a short break and come back. We'll talk to the sheriff, see what's on TV tomorrow. But i got a feeling it has something to do with fresh water. But we'll be right back <laughs> on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. Sundown, you better take care if I find you've been creeping around my back. And now Martha Stewart for Skechers. When I make a dish or embark on a craft project, I always use the finest, most fabulous ingredients and materials. Which is why, when it comes to footwear, I love Skechers. Because Skechers is the comfort technology company and uses the most luxurious, innovative materials and designs to make wondrously comfortable footwear with all the fits and features like ArchFit and Skechers' world-famous air-cooled memory foam. It's exactly the way I'd make shoes. Find Skechers at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. We expect our information in real time. U.S. Med carries continuous glucose monitors, which provide real-time readings of blood glucose levels. U.S. Med is an approved provider for Medicare and over 500 private insurers. So call 800-730-8405 today for a free insurance and Medicare benefits check. As easy as... That's 800-730-8405. 
Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, and this is Angler Chronicles. And if you know what we know, that at 6 o'clock on the nose, as we start our number two, we can't start it without the man himself, the sheriff of Nottingham, the sheriff of Fishingham. How's that? Fishingham. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, the, the sheriff of Nottingham was a bad guy, but it's okay. He's, he's a good guy. He's a jig slinger. He's my dear friend for a very long time. We're going on 30 plus years. Okay, the producer of Angler Chronicles, the CEO of Filmdom at Angler Chronicles, Mr. One More Cast, <laughs> Danny Jackson. Good morning, uh, Surface Iron. How you doing? Hey, good morning, Sergio, Steve Carson, Ron, Tony, Andrew. You got a full boat in there this morning, Sergio. Yeah, I'm going to have to throw that's, a couple people a- overboard here. Yeah, well, you know what? You're right. We go back a long ways. We've been fishing buddies for at least 30 years. I know back in the freelance days and, of course, the searcher as well. Um, remember the, well, you, like, you would remember those albacore days together? Well, you know, and we were talking about the limits a while ago. I remember a trip. This was in the 60s with my dad. It was on the old holiday, Steve Giffen. I'm, I'm sure... Steve Carson remembers him real well. And, and we were fishing off of Colonet. It was like a two-and-a-half-day trip. Between the two of us, my dad and I, we had 52 albacore. These were all averaging 25, 30 pounds. I had a brand-new 68 Ford pickup, and, I mean, it was topped off. <laughs> it was topped off. And But we had, we were in a fishing club. We came back. It was up in, We lived up in Buena Park at the time. And we invited, we made out, put out some phone calls, and they were gone in a hurry. So everything was consumed, let's put it that way. But anyway, I wanted to talk, before I get to the show, which, yeah, it is fresh water, and it's very important, very timely. Um, I agree with Ron, you know, about um, fishing limits. You know, sand dabs, I, I don't know much about. I, of course, I've caught a bunch of them. I've never targeted them for these guys to go out and they catch, you know, a hundred of them each. Never done that. They're very good to eat. But uh, as far as everything else goes, I I believe in limits, keeping only what you want to eat. Again, when I was a kid, uh, fish like Barracuda, there were no size limits, no bag limits. Oh, my gosh. It was a... It was Custer's last stand. I (laughs) I remember those days. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, was pretty brutal. (laughs) But... Anyway, uh, enough of that. Uh, we, I believe in limits. I sure do. Keep what, what I can eat. And I do eat fish. My wife and I both love fish. I've eaten fish since I was a kid. Tomorrow, 8.30 tomorrow morning, you know, you're just talking about Lake Elsinore, our, fa- our favorite lake, of course. And you're talking about the Dream Extreme Derby. Well, tomorrow morning at 8.30, Bally Sports West, I'm going to air the last year's show, the ninth annual Dream Extreme 
uh, which was just outstanding. Uh, and also in this episode tomorrow, there's some what I call invite graphics where you'll get, uh, as a reminder, the lercasino.com to sign up, a, rem- a reminder of the dates, May 19 through 23, uh, through 21, I guess it is. And uh, so it, it, it's a big deal. So talk about uh, the episode, Sergio. You were well, yeah. The, the nice thing about one. yeah, the nice thing about the episode, it'll, it'll take you step by step of everything that we do um, over the two day event. Um, you'll see the the prizes. You'll see what's going on. And I don't want to give it away. I want people to watch it. But uh, I believe last year we had everything except crappie um, brought in. There was even a wiper brought in that was legal size. So, I mean, it's just a lot of fun, um, and you can win some money at it. But this this is more about just getting together for the weekend. It's a weekend getaway and having some fun with fishing in the middle. Well, I don't know what else yeah. to say other than that. Okay, now, for well, now I was just informed of something. So before uh, you have a, uh, a heart attack here, um, um, our IT guy happens to be in Europe. Okay, so if you go to our website, anglerchronicles.com, you're not going to see this episode posted. Ron, you're going to try to post it, right? I'll do it. I'll, okay. I'll do it before the, I... Yeah, the, yeah. the problem, it, it, for Ron, it takes him four or five hours, <laughs> and for IT guy, about <laughs> ten minutes. But that's the reason why it's not on there. But rest assured... It the, will be there. The Dream Extreme Fishing Derby will air tomorrow. Okay, you'll get one last shot at the... Um, uh, shoe giveaway, which is very appropriate as well as we have the fishing festival today. So um, it, it's all good, Jackson. Um, I know that you wanted some numbers. I, I don't know if I should give him some numbers there, Ron. Okay, because we were you, on the Enterprise. You better give me some numbers. You better give me some so numbers. So we went on the oh Enterprise. We went on the Enterprise, and um, oh my. We had, you ready for this, Carson? We had a Picaccio. Okay, yeah. that came in around eleven pounds. Okay, I saw that picture. That was that was impressive. Now that's that was an impressive fish. And there was a lot of eight, five to eight pounders. Everything. Okay, yeah. I mean we had a easily six seven pound um, uh, vermilion rockfish, um, and, it, and it was great. And this is. Um, it's a 14-mile bank that now is available to us to fish. We fish 600 to about 700 feet. I know it's deep. I'll, t- I'll be honest with you. I didn't suffer, okay, mainly because thumb, well, my thumb. My thumb I, I'm, hurts. What I do now is thumb push-ups to get the thumbs uh, going well. <laughs> it's uh, to work the little lever here. Uh, Danny invested in a Tanacon 500. And I invested in all the batteries. Oh, the batteries are the way to go, Jackson. Okay, just you just yeah. plug them in. Although I'm going to figure out, it. All, I also have one with a cable. I think the cable might be the best way because it's kind of in your way. You put the cable. Had a, there's another guy that had one, and he took the battery and he strapped it to the butt of the rod, and the cable oh, went wow. up. And I'm going. Well, you know what? That kind of made sense. I stopped because there was only two of us. Yeah. And I, what I really enjoyed is this. I really enjoyed watching uh, folks just turn the handle in 600-plus feet. And my I, and my I go right there and arm I go, is yeah, twice and I, the size. And I go, ee, and it was, it was wonderful. The, the, and, the, you know, here's the nice thing. I'm glad I had a chance to practice with it prior to this trip because the gentleman that was also, he also had a 500, and he had never taken it out. 
So it was his first time trying it out. And he lost the first two fish because he was going full speed. And I go, no, no, you can't do that. Okay? So uh, just for those of you that have one, fish it normally. Okay? Set the hook, get a couple of cranks, and when you got the fish on, then you turn it. But go slow, and then the, the point is nice and steady. You got six to 700 feet to cover, and probably more with the angle. Okay? You're bringing it up. These fish opened up their mouths. That means all that water is going through their mouths, out the gills, and they begin to spin and spin and spin. And as they spin, they can come off. And they will shake their head eventually, okay, several times, and the fish can come off. So the, the point is slow and steady. Uh, Carson, what's the um, the ratio, the gear ratio on the, was it the pen 115, the 9-odd? What was the gear ratio on that one? Uh, that Well, that was only 2 to 1, mm-hmm. but uh, I can't remember what the interest per turn was. But you got to remember, in those days when everybody used 10-9-0s, besides the fact that there, were no, there was no depth restrictions in those days, mm-hmm. uh, that's part of it, but also the line has changed. Uh, in those days, we used typically 80-pound Dacron line yep. because it did stretch. Mm-hmm. But 80-pound Dacron line compared to, you know, your modern uh, gel-spun polyethylene, a.k.a. Spectra, but gel-spun polyethylene is what it actually is, Super Braid. Um, what would, used to be 80-pound now is actually thicker than what would be 200-pound. Um, so you can get by with a much, much smaller reel uh, because even a small reel will hold the same amount of 80-pound. Uh, the old days, a 9-0 held about 500 yards of 80-pound Dacron. Now you can get 500 yards. All you really need is like, you know, 50 at the most, and you're actually, if you're doing slow-pitch jigging or a lot of other techniques, guess what? You can use 20-pound. Mm-hmm. And that's like literally only a little thicker than a human hair, and you can use less weight. That's the trick. And remember, even though the depth regulations changed, the hook regulations did not change. You're still only allowed to use two hooks. So back in the day, when we used those five-pound sash weights, we were sinking 10 or 20 hook gannions all the way down and waiting for them to load up. That's not legal anymore. You can't do that. So tell me which rockfish you can't land, Sergio, on 20-pound tests. There aren't any. Mm-hmm. But why not use a 20-pound braid with a nice slow-pitch jig? I mean, maybe a lingcod. Maybe. But Jeez, not I mean, in a in our range. Maybe an Alaska-grade or a, or, or a, uh, a Queen Charlotte-grade lingcod where they get 50-pounders. But we don't catch lingcod like that. No, you know, no. A classic 20-pounder is a, is a giant. Mm-hmm. Sergio, I've got a question for Steve. Can can you slow pitch uh, slow pitch jigging in seven hundred feet of water? Absolutely, Absolutely you can. You oh can. my! Wow. And, well, I let me that. let me tell you that, and and let me tell you. Okay, so let, let let since we're talking about slow pitch jig, on we went out on Thursday on the Enterprise, but I was out there on Tuesday on the center console, and uh, William came out and he goes. I brought my two slow pitch jig outfits, a heavy and a light that he said that uh, Steve Carson recommended. So he had his his setups there, 
And I'm thinking to myself, oh, if you want a slow pitch, I mean, I'm going to have to make the, the trip. So we went to the 14-mile bank. The, the, the weather was so different, Ron. I mean, we had kind of like, we had, we had wind. We had a lot of chop. On Tuesday, it was flat. It was like a lake. I got there in maybe half an hour or less, okay, versus a two-and-a-half-hour drive on the Enterprise. But we got there, and... He was doing the slow pitch jig, and he got to the bottom without any problems, uh, Danny. No problems wow. whatsoever. And he, I think he was using a 250 or a 300 gram uh, jig, okay? And he was getting what's to the bottom. What's that in pounds? What's, what's that in pounds? Six to eight inches, eight, uh, eight yeah, ounces? Three, 300 grams is, is, is about 10 ounces. 10 ounces, okay. Wow. If you My want God. some, I've got them. But what I would, the only thing I told him to change, and it was a little bit better, uh, instead of a flat fall type, use a knife jig. That got there a little bit faster. All right, anyway, everybody, hang on tight. I got to take a break, hey, Jackson. Sir, so, yeah. I'm going to cut out, and I'm going to cut out, and I'll see you guys later today. Oh, okay. We'll see you at the festival. Excellent. Okay. All Thanks, right, Jackson. Bye bye. All right, folks. You know what it is? These are words of wisdom. Yeah, let it okay. be, though. So let it be? Okay, then let it be. Let's go to commercial. Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LA, Anger Chronicles. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be. 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 Whisper words of wisdom, let it be. Angels Radio. AME 30. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio. AMA 30 K L A A. All right, Earthworm, who was that? Earthworm. I think he might have cut out. He's uh, going up on on the way to Big oh, Bear, so he probably might have, some, yeah. He's so lucky. Some, hey, I have uh-huh. a I have a message for you. Uh, say hello to my little friend. <laughs> Who is? Good it? morning. 
Who said it? I don't know. Tell me. Don. Don Southern? Yeah. Okay. Well, Don Southern. Uh, Frickin' frack, two twins. Um, he did post some really cool shot of, of uh, Albacore from back in the day. So did Steve Carson. I want to bring everybody's attention to. If you're on Facebook, if you ha- have access to it, when you listen to the radio show, you actually go there. Uh, Friends of Angler Chronicles and a lot of stuff. Every time we say anything, Steve Carson posts something, and it's always good information. I mean, there's all kinds of. Um, posters that he's put up on on the tuna, on the identifying fish, uh, uh, personal shots from back in the day when he fished with Noah. Um, you know, it's, and I'm in Noah's Ark, that Noah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Ron and uh, and Steve Carson used to take um, turns on. You guys were team one or team two trolling? We were the team two. Team two for 40 days and 40 nights. Anyway, um, good stuff here. Um, again, uh, Danny Jackson was just with us. Okay. In fact, I just see this one two minutes ago. The Beatles bumper music. Love fishing. Yes, they do, Steve Carson. All right. Well, let's make a little bit of transition. Um, we talked about, in fact, the one, Ron, to, um, we talked about the Enterprise several times. You want to talk about the Enterprise real quick? Well, we, well, we didn't put in. Well, real quick. It was, you know, uh, I, first of all, I went out there, and I want to happily say that both Sergio and I were all left standing. The hip was great, and uh, that was my main reason for heading out there. And But on the Enterprise, we ended up with limits, and um, it was deep. My right arm is a lot stronger now than my left arm. Um, this would be but, a great time, folks, to invest <laughs> in an electric reel. And, right. uh, but, you know, at that depth, uh, there was some really quality. And, you know, guys... It's local you know, boat. I don't know if it's, it's just the depth. And you can get out there. I think it's more than just the depth. It's an it's an area that we uh, haven't been able to touch. And how many? Oh, years? you know, you're right. You're absolutely 10, 15 correct. years, uh, Carson. How long has it been mm. since the fourteen? Uh, probably more like twenty. Maybe twenty yeah, years. Really? Okay, yeah. And, but uh, uh, you know, we now, we limited out. Uh, it, it was just a doggone good. Time. The only thing I highly recommend, uh, especially if you're a private boater. Please, please, please have a descending device. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I think. Can you still get them for free from the Department of Fish and Wildlife, Carson? Noah. You know? Noah. Not not Department of Fish and Wildlife. Noah. National Oceanographic and Atmospheric Administration, which means you paid for it with your taxes. Yeah. So you can get one, set one up, <laughs> set a rod up, and you just send it down. And um, there's a. 90 plus percent survivability for these fish to get that back down there because as they come up they'll float okay so you it sends them back down decompressions them and uh and and they, they get they get good okay so um and they get to survive I, then we did catch about three or four cow cods those got sent back All down released, yep. okay but big cow cods yeah, so um, everything even the chili peppers were pretty big so it was um it was a very good trip um, we were in by four, okay. Left uh, about seven a.m. We got to come Montrose. home when you limit out. Yeah, so <laughs> you go out there and make it make a few drips. Uh, drifts. I want to thank uh, everybody involved with the enterprise, especially Donnie Ashley, who helped set up these trips. And we want to thank you. Want to thank you. We had a great time. In fact, we're talking about these schools. What do we got going on here in the next couple of weeks? Well, next this uh, this uh, next week we have the Helena. Mm-hmm. Uh, to Dana Wharf. Now and that's a very limited load. Right, a very limited load. And How many do, are you taking? We're only taking 15 people, folks. Wow. I mean, we'll have plenty of room. Um, sometimes we've snuck on 18, 19. No, no, we're not going to do that. And we're not doing that this time around. We're going to take 15. That includes me and Sergio. And so 
Yeah, and the phone number that you call is 949-496-5794. Get yourself booked. Um, now, that's calling uh, that Dana That is calling Plank? Dana Wharf Landing. Dana Wharf. Yes. Okay. So you'll have to, or, uh, yeah, you talk to uh, Calvin or Dan or one of the guys. All right, so what you want to do, basically, if you don't, so, you know, the phone number is kind of hard here to, to remember, but just go to anglerchronicles.com. Hit the AC schools um, tab. tab up top, and it'll bring the entire sheet. Go down. I think it should be the second one there. Second one it'll, down. The phone number the will be there, and you just go to town. Okay? And I would love to have you. It's, it's going to be a fun trip. Um, I have a feeling we're going to be doing some rock fishing, but given the fact that there's such few of us, and I'm going to be on the boat, there better be some time for bass fishing Absolutely. in the afternoon. So, uh, in the afternoon, as it gets a little warm, I want to be at the edge of that kelp uh, off of uh, Dana, okay, and just go to San Onofre, that area, and just go to town on some bass. It'll be a lot of fun. So, and then the following week. Okay, so that's this Thursday coming up. Right. Then the following Thursday, we are on the Victory. And folks, we're only taking 20 people. There's a reason we're only taking 20 people. On the victory because we are filming it. So if you, Correct. we never let anybody know normally when we're filming, mm-hmm. but we're filming it, folks. So if you want your uh, two seconds of fame, right, so, you so, better come out. So this year, uh, I was thinking over the, we're, we're nine years in, okay? And had we had a tremendous fun fishing on the victory okay with captain phil and captain george and but we never really shown them off okay and i said you know what why don't, why don't we just do one so what we're going to do is we're going to bring out the camera on thursday and it's thursday the 27th thursday the 27th okay we limited load because we want to make sure there's plenty of room for the cameras and everything else that we do okay and um we have some fun uh, here's the deal we don't charge anything more than what the regular price is. It's just you're not going to fish with 40. You're going to fish with only 20. First 20, take it. Okay? And uh, it's first come, first serve. The cameras will be going. It'll be good. So make sure you, you shave that day. <laughs> okay? Because you're going to probably be on TV. And, and they've been limiting out every single, single day. day. Okay? So that's a good sign. So you need to call, guys. Listen, I'm going to read it really slow, or like Sergio said, go to anglerchronicles.com and go to the TV school, I mean the uh, school page, and it's there. But 714-969-9750, and it is me. I will return my number, your call now that I'm getting my messages. And the price is only $85. So, yeah, which is the regular price. So regular here's the price. deal. If you don't know the number, you can also go to Angler Chronicles, the Facebook page, and you'll see there in the uh, edit by, in the bio section, it'll give us the number 714-969-9750. So it's on there. So come and join us. If you want to be on TV, it's a three-quarter day. We leave at 6. We'll be back by 4. It's a lot of fun, local fishing, and it's just, uh, it's just fantastic. So uh, that's April the 27th. Okay, so those are the next two trips, the Helena this coming Thursday, and then the um, victory after that. The nice thing about the victory is that they it's not just rockfish with them they're 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 going for bass they're going for sculpin i mean you get a mixed bag which is good all right so having said that uh fishing has been really good really really good i know all the boats from dana wharf all the way up to channel islands now channel Islands has something very special going on and 
It's get, it's a haunted area, Steve Carson. Very, very haunted in the Channel Islands. You know what I mean? No, I don't. So what haunts? Haunted? Now you're going to scare me. Well, no. well, ghosts, what right? What fish are there that what, are haunted? What, what are the ghosts? White well, sea bass. The, the berries. Uh, oh, but I'm bummed. Man, I am in a different spot than you. You are, man. That, wow. That's what happens when you go drinking at night. <laughs> and for you, drinking means a cup of coffee. No, but here's the deal, Kark. Uh uh, up in the Channel Islands, not only are they getting very, very good quality rockfish, which is their staple, they're really into the white sea bass. Mm. Okay, um, and I'm, if I'm not mistaken, in the next couple of weeks, um, uh, the earthworm will be up there. He's he's got a charter going up with the guys from Fin and Feather. They're going to go and catch some of these That's white right. sea bass. Yeah, so that white sea bass and rockfish. The, a lot of the local area. I got some personal friends of mine who sent. His name is John Turner, and uh, those that know, know. This guy's a bass, Calgo bass guru, okay, in Southern California. Well known in that circle. And um, he's gotten close to the world record several times. He's the only guy I know that's got tons of fish in double digits. I only have two in my lifetime in double digits. This, this guy's got a lot of them. And he sends me the tally, and there, he's, he, had, he was out there on Tuesday, same day I was out. And he had uh, a good count on sand bass. Caligo bass was a little low. And then he had some rockfish in the, in the mix as well. Not that he goes after rockfish, but he likes uh, the bass. Um, as far as our trip with William, we went to the 14. We played around the 14. And then I needed to... Carson, I decided I needed to practice because I made the challenge to Earthworm and to Mia here mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. two-pound test and putting it to the test. So I said, well, I need to go and practice. And when I've got William, it's just me and William on the boat, I figured that'd be good. So I took my 800L, okay, and XL. And no, no, the 800L, uh, it's not L, it's the uh, Featherlight, FL. Oh, it's okay. one to four pound test, yeah. and I took the um, the battle two, okay, the pen battle two, Steve Carson with four four uh, pound test, and we went into the shallower areas of the pipe, mm -hmm. okay, so where the pipe comes up to about twenty feet, and on the sides of the pipe, it's about forty feet, not a lot of current. So I threw a little quarter-ounce hookup bait, and it was on like Donkey Kong. Hmm. I got lucky. The fish never went into the structure. Yeah. But right now, it stands at 2.3 pounds on the scale, because I took the scale that Paul gave me. 2.3 pounds, four-pound test. So next time, it'll be two pounds. All right, listen, folks. I can hear the music, which means we've got to take a little break here. It's Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. And when we come back, we're going to talk to our dear friend, Mike Lum. Mike's got some unbelievable information of what's going on on some of the raffles and some of the great fundraisers they got for friends of Rollo. So, everybody, stay tuned. We will be right back on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. Angels Radio. AM 830. 
Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Welcome back, everybody. It's not been a long time since I've seen my dear friend Mike Blum, but I want to welcome him on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA and Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning, everyone. How's things? Things are good. I'll tell you what, I, I, I'm excited. I, and I was going to say something. I figured, you know, I know you, you would be calling in. Um, this is an amazing grand raffle, okay? And you got to talk about this. Well, as uh, most people know, uh, the Friends of Rollo uh, nonprofit organization has been around since 1999, taking kids on their first ocean fishing trip. And one of our funding sources each year is our grand raffle. And each year we put together 30 really nice prizes, and we work at selling tickets in a variety of ways for months. Um, and we're coming to the end of that cycle, and here on April the 29th, we're going to be giving away all those fantastic prizes. I just uh, reposted the list of prizes at Friends of Angler Chronicles, so you guys can check out that list of prizes. It's truly amazing. Um, but our friends over at Okuma um, were quite generous and said, you know, how can we help you guys sell more raffle tickets as we get close to the end here, and uh, they donated $2,000 worth of Okuma Fish and Tackle, and they're going to give a voucher, and people will be able to order what they want. The winner will be able to order what they want. And um, and how this works is, if you buy five of the general raffle tickets, then we'll enter you into a special drawing for that Okuma contest. And uh, so your chances of winning that are quite good. Uh, there is no limit on these. Uh, we're just going to keep this promotion going right up till April the 29th, and we're going to uh, draw this winner along with the other 30. And um, someone's going to walk away with a voucher for $2,000 worth of Akuma fishing tackle of their choice and 
and everyone else will still be in the running for all 30 of the other prizes. So this is a huge opportunity and uh, a boost to our fundraising efforts so we can get more kids uh, out on the water this year. Okay, so listen, I'm, I'm looking at the, um, at the poster here. Um, I, I want you to put me personally down for at least one Benjamin. Okay, uh, to get involved in this, and that, gotta put a Benjamin down. What do you think, Ron? You gonna put a Benjamin in? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I, okay, I so that, 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 that's that's two hundred dollars here. I'd ask Tony, but <laughs> you take checks. <laughs> you take checks. <laughs> checks in the mail. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, put put me down for uh, one Benjamin. Put uh, Ron down. Ron for another hundred dollars, and uh, and we'll buy two hundred dollars worth of tickets. Um, loved it to help out. If anything, we just love helping friends of Rollo. Um, it's just a, it's a great great thing you guys do, and it benefits so many children. And that's what we love here at Angler Chronicles. We want to help out, give back, and uh, it's all good. Okay, so it's well, a great. You, you guys have been a huge part of uh, of Friends of Rollo now for many years, and each year we keep trying to come up with additional ways to to maintain our funding and keep as many kids out there. And you know, we've been successful in that we are still chartering over 100 boats a year uh, with this program, and this is a grassroots effort. We don't have any major corporate sponsors or. We don't have any large grants or any of that. This is all done grassroots, and and your efforts, and of course all the listeners that buy these tickets and come out and support us at the events. That's the only way that this happens. But uh, we're we've exceeded the hundred and forty five thousandth kid mark now with this program, and uh, who would have thought? I mean, that's just an amazing accomplishment, and everybody in this in this whole. Uh, industry and all the anglers have made it possible wouldn't have happened without them yeah and, and it's a great story in fact what's the uh, website people can go get some information um you can go to rollokids.org and get all the information if you want to buy tickets uh you have to do that over the phone uh and you can do that by calling uh tim baker at 909-223-9631 you could also send him an email, tim at rollokids.org, with your name and phone number, and he'll call you back uh, in the order that those come in. Um, he'll be a very busy guy here now that uh, this has been kicked off for, <laughs> uh, for the Okuma promotion. Right, and, and like I said, you know, we're, we're in, okay, and um, I just love the fact that we get a chance to raise money for these kids. In fact, let me let people know, in addition to that, uh, Angler Chronicles will be very involved in June, okay? June 11th through the 14th, I believe, uh, is Tuna Wars. And we're, we're lucky to have some great people from the East Coast, primarily Dave Marciano. Uh, who else is coming this year? Well, we're going to have Bob Cook come out uh, with Fat Tuna, mm -hmm. and he's going to be one of the Wicked Tuna captains. And then we've got Melissa coming out uh, from... Um, uh, um, 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 pinwheel, <laughs> a pinwheel. Yeah, well, thank you. I, I absolutely. Agree and you know what? Uh, for those of you that watch Wicked Tuna, um, these are all stars. They, they, they all are there. And Melissa actually um, is on pinwheel. Is um, is it's her? It's the sister, her brother Tyler. Tyler, yeah, yeah. it's the sister Tyler. So, um, come out. So you can have three boats this year. 
we're going to have three boats this year. And uh, we've done that in the past, not in recent years. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, you know, it's key to having uh, the Wicked Tuna captains coming out and, 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 and leading a team. And so this year we were fortunate enough to get, uh, get three total. And, of course, Dave Marciano has just been an anchor for years and years and years helping us do this. And I, we're into the eighth uh, year of this, actually the ninth year. The first year was not really a tournament. It was a, uh, an event that Paul Hebert uh, put together. So we're nine years into working with the Wicked Tuna people to help take these kids out, and it's just been a fantastic uh, And I don't know, what, how, how many program. episodes have we made for you now? Four or five? I think you're at five, yeah. Uh, five, yeah, I and mean, we're, we're so happy to, to do it, and this is some, this is the way that we try to give back, and, and we do this episode to show people how much fun it is, and, and, and to bring attention to Friends of Rollo, because, you know, at the end of the day, I love the fact that what unites us all is fishing. You know, we love the outdoors, we love to fish, and we're able to do good through fishing. We are not the bad guys of California, okay? Um, we try to do some good, and what you guys have been doing is, is amazing. The first time I think I got involved with Friends of Rollo, besides, you know, personal, but through Angler Chronicles, we filmed the 100,000 child going through uh, the program. And I think I, we, I recall that very well. That was a, that was a trip out of Dana, Dana Point Sport. Yeah, we were on the Dolphin, and uh, we got a chance to film at the same time with Michael Folks, which I've always looked up to Michael. Um, you know, we we got to film together, and 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 it was just love bringing attention to what you do. So uh, when you get to 150 or 200 thousand, you call which one. Maybe we come out and, and, we, and we film another one just to keep, keep this in, in people's mind. Because one thing, we can do a bunch of raffles. That's going to attract people that want to win stuff. But I want them to see what it is that you do and, 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 and the benefit it brings. Like today, we're going to be at the fishing festival in Brea. What's the address, Tony? 685 South Brea. Ah, see, I thought it was catch you off guard. You know, and that's for fishers and men, and then, you know, we raise money to put shoes on kids. That's right. pretty much what it is. Right. Okay? All the proceeds. And see, you guys do the same thing, and it's so important uh, to give back. So, uh, really looking forward to Tuna Wars, really looking forward to this raffle. You guys are getting, these raffles are getting better and better every year. Well, we, we work all year long at, at getting this together. We're already working on next year's raffle list. It takes a while to get this assembled. But, but yes, we want to give away great prizes, and we want people talking about it and uh, passing around the circulating the uh, information because that's how we get new people. Exactly. So, Mike, do me a favor. Um, give out the website twice, nice and slow, so people can, can react. Just go to rollokids.org and you'll be able to find all the information that you need on this and you'll be able to see all of these uh, 30 raffle items. And then to buy tickets for this raffle, you'll want to do that by calling 909-223-9631. And that's Tim Baker's cell phone number. So call him early, wake him up and um, get him to... Uh, to sell you some tickets. And then if you uh, prefer, you can send them an email, tim at org. Just leave in your name and telephone number, and he'll call you back and uh, set you up with these tickets. You buy five tickets, 
They're $10 a piece, so for $50, you'll have uh, real good chances of winning this Akuma package. All right, folks, uh, you got that. Well, it's already posted on Friends of Angler Chronicles, so please do that. Mike Lom, you're you're a gem to this industry. I you've always you've been a friend to me from since day one. Um, folks don't realize, but Angler Chronicles, the reason we do what we do and the way we do it, had a lot to do with a conversation you and I had early on. I remember way down in Del Mar. So I want to thank you for that. And um, we're supporting. We're, we're your supporters anytime that you need me. Okay? Well, we, appre- we appreciate you very much and all you do for all these organizations. And uh, we appreciate it. And uh, we will be talking to you real soon. I will get Baker to uh, rattle your cage. I know you're busy today. We'll do that tomorrow and we'll get your tickets. No, have him call me today. I'll be in the booth. I'll have my phone with me. You give him my number, tell him to call me, and we'll, we'll get at least those $200. Uh, worth of tickets, and maybe I can okay. get maybe I can get Tony to buy one tenth of one ticket. Okay, maybe we'll get okay. ten Tonys and buy one ticket. We'll figure out something. But anyway, maybe maybe your mom will help. <laughs> I'm just joking. God, what? what? Uh, sometimes yeah, I'm rough the on these to guys. win some of these. Uh, yeah, but you got to buy a ticket, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Thank Tony, you, Tony. Tony, he Tony, he says sometimes he's rough on you. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, they know I love them all, Michael. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, guys. All right, all right. See, that's a good thing. You know, I want to do this. I want to send a huge shout out. This is random, okay? Uh-huh. To Jody Salazar. She just posted on our our Angler Chronicles page. And she just started listening to you all today. I really wow. enjoy your show while I'm delivering Amazon packages. Someday hope to join you all on one of those boats. We'd love That's to so have cool. you, Jody. We're very female and child-friendly, so please join us. We'd love to have you, and thank you so much for listening. All right. Got to take a, a short break here. I, want, I really want to talk about the yellowtail and tuna being caught, but we'll, we'll get that in the last segment. Folks, um, also, I have Jack here. He's hanging on, so we'll talk to Jack when we get back. That's Fishers of Men Fishing Festival. What's the address, Tony? 685 South Brea. Okay. We'll be right back, folks, on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. Just what the truth is, I can't say anymore. Radio AM 830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something you know, for everybody. I, um, and don't forget the I've wings that Michael is famous like for. Fart. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California, just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. Angels Radio. AME 30.
everybody's Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. Do you need Kool Aid? You need some Kool Aid. Kool Aid. Right, but you know, let me tell you who's got the Kool Aid. <laughs> None other than Jack. And I'm assuming this is Jack McCulloch from Fishers and Men West Coast. Is this the guy? Yay. It sure is. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning. I, I wanted to say hello, but when you talk to Jack and you say hello, you just can't say hi. You, you must say hello, good evening, good morning. You never say hi. Especially on a plane. Hello, Jack. Especially on a plane. I used to play that game. It was fun. Hi, Jack. (laughs) Anyway, Jack, exciting. I mean, we've been telling everybody every hour on the hour. um, Hey, uh, actually, every quarter on the quarter, every 15 minutes. um, It's Fishing Festival at Fishers and Men West Coast. McCulloch's White Shoes. Yes, it is. I'm I'm standing here with Mike Owl and... uh, I'm telling you, this is uh, the biggest one we've ever had. This is giant out here. This is uh, uh, just looking incredible. Morning, Sergio. Good morning. And, and you know, I'll tell you what, um, I know everybody's going to be there. Everybody's excited. I hope our listeners, guys, this is a great little getaway. Grab the family, go down there, walk the, if you like anything fishing, walk around, get to meet people, get to buy things. There's great specials. I'm sure Martin will be there, Ayala, right? Oh, he's here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's always got some great deals. He's got the last of Blackwater um, fluorocarbon that I've seen. Okay. In fact, I bought some because I haven't seen it in a long time. There's a lot of stuff here. There's guys, I mean, Fishing Syndicate will be there. So if you want to buy a rod, you can. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff to do. Plus, you get to hang out. You got food, you you got drinks. That you can have, and I, I say drinks, I mean sodas, okay? And we get to raise money for uh, the Casting for Souls event. So, unbelievable. Jack, I love you. Thank you for doing all this. You, no problem, man. It's a, it's a great lineup of guys down here. I'm looking at San Diego Traders, and my gosh, they got a lot out here. And looking at Mark Romero, oh, wow, you know, mm-hmm. incredible, incredible. Yeah, so don't miss out. Tony, one more time, what's the address? Jack's McCulloch's White Shoes, 685 South Brea in Brea. Well, it's not Jack McCulloch's, but it is McCulloch's, McCulloch's White, White Shoes. shoes. We're, 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 he hasn't been in so in so long, Jack, that we got to retrain him. That's why I usually have all the addresses done by Ron, but Ron said, let's get the young young in here to... But he's... I mean, look... Not only that, it's South... It's 685 South, South Brea, Brea Boulevard. Yeah, on the California. corner of Brea Boulevard and Fir, F-I-R. Yes, and uh, one of the great things about the corner that he's talking about, some of the, base, uh, the best hamburgers I've ever eaten, okay? Th- those burgers across the street from you are unbelievable. Now, we're going to have some chicken available there. We're going to have some drinks there available. I mean, everything's happening, and we will be, as soon as we finish up here, we will head that way, okay? Excellent. All right, Excellent. Jack. We'll see you in a little bit, brother. You got it, man. All right. Fishing Festival. Fishers of Men Fishing Festival in um, 685 South Brea Boulevard in Brea. Look it up. The best way to Google this is just put, or MapQuest, just put McCulloch's White Shoes. I think it's still closed. I mean, the, the store is closed, but... It still comes up under Google. It still yeah. comes up there. It's a huge parking line. You saw it's going to be a lot of good stuff. All right. Well, listen, before we end the show, uh, Carson, i got to bring you in on this one. I just heard the San Diego just went out. Got another 15 nice yellows, um, all in yo-yo iron. 
The boats that are going out are catching bluefin tuna out of San Diego. And uh, the longer range are getting into the yellowfin, but those are really far down. But anything in three days and under, bluefin. Unique situation. They're not biting during the day. They're biting only at night. And fish are going anywhere between 40 pounds. I've seen them up to about 170. Um, you got a different report than that, Carson? Yeah, I was at the landing yesterday afternoon, and uh, there is starting to be a little bit of a bite during the daytime. Oh, good. Um, there are a few up to 120 pounds, but that, that's really the exception. Most of them are in the 20 to 40-pound range with uh, you know, a good mixture of 60s in there. Um, but, but, yeah, that is the big news is that uh, there's starting to be some daytime bite. Um, not the big ones, and, you know, it's going to be a finesse bite. And then, you know, a uh, lighter line, 30-pound test uh, with, with fluorocarbon and a small owner uh, circle hook, a number two or even a number four uh, during the daytime. Uh, and listen, bite, bite the jigs. I'm not a big, huge Mutu. I'm not a circle hook guy. But for tuna, please explain why it's important. Well, because what happens with a circle hook, and you got to remember, you cannot set the hook like a TV fisherman with the ah, you can't do it. You just put the reel in gear, you turn the handle, the circle hook will slide right to the corner of their mouth so that they're not chewing on your line. Now, tuna don't have teeth like a shark or even a barracuda, but they do have teeth. Mm-hmm. And they don't so much bite through your line as they gnaw through your line. And so you can you can fight a tuna for 20 minutes or a half hour or even longer, and then like right when you can see him, he chews through your line. Oh yeah. So the circle hook makes a huge huge difference in uh, in your landing percentage. You know, we were on the El Dorado last season, and I decided sometimes my decisions. You know, eight pound test on my bass rod. And, oh, yeah, I was hooking them. Every bait got bit, and I would get them close, and then they'd do that little move with it. Bing, bing, bing. I think mm-hmm. of, I must have hooked five or six and only landed one. Mm-hmm. Okay? They weren't huge fish, but, I mean, they were they're strong enough. But an eight-pound test, don't do it. Um, minimum 15. 12 to 15, I think you could still do it. That's what we use to fish for albacore. So, But they do have teeth, and uh, depending on what they're chewing on, they're going to be sharp or not. But anyway, um, yeah, so the, it's, the, the season is really going to get going. The other thing that I do want to mention, and I don't know how it's going to pan out yet, um, El Nino has now formed again, yeah. and the El Nino, but they're talking like a 98. Um, I don't think it'll be as big as 82, 83, but 98, 97, well, 98. Does that mean it's going to be more wet? More rain or less rain? Well, this is why you got the rain. Okay, so for two uh, years we had La Nina, which is why we had that drought. Dry. Now, okay. it did not affect the currents, okay? So we had some really good pockets of warm water where these bluefin got stuck. But if we have another situation like early on in uh, in the 2000, Ron, like was it 2014, 15 in that area? Well, I, I, I was reading that they, they, they've upgraded it to, it, Steve, did you see that where it's a super El Nino? Well, I go by, by what the fish are doing, mm-hmm. and since Sergio brought up the 97, 98 El Nino, 83 sort of brought up more tuna than, than any El Nino ever, although they weren't big ones like they are now, but there was a lot of them. But in 97, 98, an interesting inshore phenomenon happened. Uh, there had always occasionally in San Diego been, you know, the occasional uh, bonefish 
caught back in the back bay San Diego, and the occasional Corvina, not to be confused with Corvina, Corvina. Uh, but in 97, 98, you had a pretty good shot of those guys migrated north, went into San Diego Bay, and they stayed. Yeah, yeah, they, I, they, I, I fished they, with, uh, I, I fished down there. Um, what was what was I, I can't even think of his name. Tony, you went out with him. Uh, oh, in the Bay of yeah, uh, and, uh, <laughs> I just went. Yeah, no. Um, he, he does. He does uh, guitars now. Oh right? my goodness, Dodo. I think it's got Dodo guitars. Anyway, okay. Somebody. Well, what, so what you've got? You've got now. You have a pretty substantial population of bonefish. Yes. Yes. Same thing in Florida, down in Back Bay, San Diego. They're very targetable if you want to go do them. And then there's a secret bait. There's a little Latina. secret bait. There's a little secret bait. You know what it is? Ghost. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was it. All right, well, listen, that that's good there. But you know what happens, in, and I remember 1997-98, for me, the staple was the amount of Dorado that we had. And these were big Dorado. I remember going on the freelance of all boats. We had all the way down with Norris tapping the, at, the, at the wheel, went all the way down to San Onofre. And Roth, San Onofre, purple water right off the kelp. And, and I kid you not, you'd put... Your anchovy, it was anchovy back then, with a little, maybe an eighth of an ounce just to get a little bit down. And you could see the Dorado coming to bite your bait. And, you know, when you, when it's that wide open, you get to pick them. I would, one would come that was a little small, I'd pull it away, <laughs> the bait, and then wait for a big one. And it was on, it was crazy. It was crazy fishing. You had those shots. It wasn't every day, but you, you'd have those shots at it. Um, El Nino... What happens, Tony, we had like La Nina. La Nina is all dry weather, and now that's where you have all this water. And if I'm not mistaken, also California's been taken out of the uh, drought status, okay? We're not in drought anymore. I mean, look in at Lake counties. Elsinore. It, it's, you know, it, 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 optimal is 1239, and now you're at 1244. Right. Most of the lakes are full. a lot of water. Okay, and a lot of lakes are getting rid of the water. So um, it's a good situation for California, but it's going to be crazy out there fishing. So, um, yeah, the, the tuna, bluefin tuna are biting really well. I know yellowfin tuna are biting really well. White sea bass are biting up north. Rockfish all you want, especially with the new areas. And this is good quality rockfish because of the areas that have been opened up that haven't been touched for over 20 years. So... Um, on the rockfish, though, I'm going to repeat this. Get a descending device, please, 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 please. Uh, what you're not going to keep, just send them back. And remember, the rules have changed. You can only have four vermilion, not ten. Okay, you and can only. Sergio, let me add on the on the descending device. Mm -hmm. um, it's no good in your tackle box. Have your your old heavy rock cod rig with the 80 pound dacron on it already tied up with the descending device on it with a five-pound sinker on it, or at least three pounds, ready to go. Searching around, scrabbling in your tackle box when you've got a uh, cow cot or something else that needs to go back down, and trying to figure out how to rig it up is not going to benefit anything. Have it ready and rigged to go. Yeah, and have a heavy weight, please. Okay, because you want to yeah. make sure it goes down. You don't want to tangle anybody else. Just, And you got to make sure you, you send that fish back down. Um, this is not about full speed. It's just just let it go down. It, 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 it's already set, you know, uh, or set it at what depth, 
And that way the little hook comes undone, the fish does really, really well, and you'll be fine. Okay, so, but make sure you have the sending device. And other than that, it's about to get going, folks. So um, it's time. Now, you had a couple of shout-outs you want to do. Two big shout-outs. One, we have a um, our Carbon Canyon Fishing uh, Derby. Oh, this yeah, is you by need the, volunteers um, still, right? need a couple of volunteers. We'll post that on Friends of Angler Chronicles. It's the 29th, so it's Saturday, two weeks from now. I'm going to start picking up mackerel. We've got a, a, a truck full of mackerel. And thank you in advance to all the teams that come out and help us. Every year we have so much fun cutting bait for all things and then hooking these kids up with uh, you know nets. And, Where and is this event? This is going to be at Carbon Canyon in Orange County. On the 29th, so where is Carbon Canyon? Off of what freeway? What's the exit? Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, I'll post it. I'll post it up in it's. Uh, it's kind of Brea, Yorba Linda area. Okay, so perfect. super easy to find. Really easy off the off the freeways, and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And then a big shout out to uh, Eddie, Steve, uh, Judith, and Ricky Z. They're fishing in the Clear Lake tournament uh, today for oh. catfish mm-hmm. as their annual big tournament. Just want to give a shout out. A lot of uh, bite on love out there. Yeah, we and love good those luck guys. out there. You know, and Steve, Steve, you know, you know what Steve's called the famous. You know why he's famous? Why is that? Because he has a beautiful little girl named Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, I mean, she's I, like I, triple black belt now or something. Triple she's, black belt, and um, I, I, we've known her since she was a baby. I remember that. I, mean, I think I met grow. her with you. Yeah. yeah. And Lake Elsinore, we always see Steve there, and I want to say to him and his family, we love them dearly. And then Kizzy. Okay. Kizzy. They're both so fishy. And Judith usually oh, yeah. outfishes. So if they're listening right now, Judith put the wood to him. Just hit him over the head with all the catfish. <laughs> you always catch the. You, you, my money's on you, girl. All right. So that that's uh, the great people right there. And to all Team Fifty Seven, you know, we had Team Fifty Seven uh, represented on the Enterprise. Danny the Hook came out, and uh, really, it was fun to see him. Fun to spend some time. We love it's Team Fifty Seven. We love Casey Anglers. We love SoCal anglers. We love you guys all. Huntington anyway, Harbor. go fishing, guys. We're going over to the uh, fishing festival right now, so uh, we'll see you there. Parting words, be kind to one another. This is Angler Chronicles. We out of here. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.